What's going on? What's going on, world? It's another edition of Dad Zombies with your two favorite guys. It's your boy Ken and my co-host. Bear with the beard. Bringing you another edition of Dad Zombies. Yeah, we back for another one, you dig? What this is, episode 30-something. Hey, wait till we get to episode 100. We're going we're gonna to do a compilation hey. of all of them. So what we what I do want to do is I do want to appreciate all our listeners because guess what we one k, one k so far. Hey, you know that's that's an accomplishment. We're not looking for the numbers, but that that just but shows they definitely people. there. <laughs> that, that 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 mean people are out there listening and y'all are taking in because we're gonna we we gotta come up we, we y'all the dad tribe. What we said to because we ain't call them zombies. No, nah, dad dope. Oh my God, we we need to get better at our job. I need I need to say that. Yeah. Number one, number two, Dad Dope is the gems, my dude. Yeah, you right. <laughs> you right. You right. You sure right. Hey. Anyway. Anyway. And for all our new listeners, which we already probably know y'all listening up on any platform, but just in case if y'all don't know other platforms that we own, we own Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yep. Google yep. Play, and yep. pretty much anywhere where you get your podcast anywhere. from. Just go to the search bar, type in Dad Zombie, that's D-A-D-D-Z-O-M-B-I-E podcast, and that's us. We're going to pop up. Ah, number one. Yeah. And make sure you go ahead and hit them five stars at the bottom of it. Make sure you give us rates, comments, share it with your granny, your enemy, your best friend, your mama, your daddy, your baby daddy, your baby mama, anybody you know and love, hate, and whatever. Make sure you share that dad zombie podcast too. You can share it to anybody that's breathing or people or, that's- Or not um, breathing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, somebody got their phone. Mm-hmm. Can you take your phone to the grave? Uh. I'm pretty sure you probably could, but I'm gonna just say it like this. Who's gonna put it in there? Unless you want like some ghost type shit. I know some niggas, they'll be like, they put in their will, take my phone with me to the grave. <laughs> you ever see I like- I mean, you wasn't living a good life, dog. I, I seen this one little video and there was a dude, he was in jail and it was a comedy. And then she was like, Okay, look, I'm gonna get the money out. Just give me the passcode to your phone. He was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to do that. We don't need to get the money. I, 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 I think I seen a video like here. that. I think I seen a video like that. It was uh the dude was in jail and she was like, I just need to get into your phone. He was like, Nope, yeah, yeah. nope. <laughs> he said, You gotta figure out another way. You gotta figure out another way. <laughs> just said, oh, but I got I, it right here. You could just tell me your passcode. Yeah, I think you need to fix your life if that's going on. <laughs> if if you gotta take your phone to the grave, dog. That nigga said, guards, guards, come get me. I'm done yeah. here. The only time I've seen that, uh, even in cinema, was on Power, when they had buried uh, the phone in uh, Angela's casket. And oh. then, bro, they dug the shit up, bro. That's what fucked me up. Bro. Yeah. It, you ever see the movies when they had to dig the body up? I'd be like, for one, bodies already stink after about the first 48 hours. So I can only imagine. It's probably don't even stink no more. Probably just, you know, so deteriorate. Anyway. I just look at the trauma from the family, bro, because you got to relive that shit. Do you have to relive Cause the family, it? Because the family have to release that you can dig the body up. Like, you just can't, like, even the police oh. can't can't get, like, just, oh, we got a warrant for a casket. Nigga, what? I thought they was doing, you know, mafia style where they just come in in the middle of the night and dig that hole up. Nah, if they doing it the right way, they got to get, like, 
court Subpoena. orders and Everything they gotta else. get yeah 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 well, so man what's been going on i heard you you you, you kind of getting back from corona and boy fuck you <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm I'm back. I'm off of quarantine. My uh my cousin tested negative in this hoe. So yeah. <laughs> oh, negative is good. God damn, Ken. You ain't learned oh, yet. <laughs> listen, bro. I promise you, I'm still like I, I need see the a clear definition, bro. I need a clear definition, bro. Yes, I got it. No, I don't like it. Think I don't about it like this. Negative, negative is no. P is why. Why? Why can't negative be no in? Why can't no mean no and yes mean yes? Why Why I, you just... I perfectly think they should be putting it into the colloquialisms of our race. So, like, on the black people test, it should be like, nah, son. Or nah, like, son. Yeah. like you Something to speak more to us. Think about it. In other, you know, other cultures, if it's Chinese, they put it in Chinese. If it's Japanese, they put it in Japanese. So why we have our own, you know, language? That's Ebonics. Right? That's not a language. Exactly. We got our own. Okay, man. Probably once. What, is he? You... Is Ebonics? Could you put Ebonics? Because I know, like Spanish. Because I tell other my wife cultures this. adopted, don't they? Yeah. Because I tell yeah. my wife this, like, I took Spanish from like kindergarten all the way up to twelfth grade, right? And you don't I know, know of Spanish, nigga. I know formal Spanish, bro. Boy, you don't know formal Spanish. Bro, I know. Tu like, hablo espanol as muy poquito. Tu no that, hablo espanol. That means you just told me that I don't speak that much Spanish. Mm-hmm. And then, the the, okay, part? okay, say the second part again. Tu hablo no espanol. Then you tell me I don't know Spanish. You don't. But see, I understood that. That don't mean, nigga, that was basic, nigga. That was. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I know the formal shit. I know the textbook shit. But when I get to talking to my Hispanic friends, hell, we both in fucking, like. Are the they Mexican or are they? Yes, like Mexican. Okay. I can Mexican. understand Mexican Spanish. I can't understand. I, I grew up with Puerto Rican teachers. So mm-hmm. they speak so, so fast. Like, they probably have the fastest. Behind them in Spain, they speak, yeah. like, the fastest Spanish I've ever heard. So, like, Mexicans, real chill. That's not, they talk just how I do my Spanish. Just you can hear every word, but when yeah. you start to get into the Colombians and uh, Puerto yeah, Ricans, when you get south, woo. south of the, uh, the border, yeah, the darker they get, up. the stronger that shit. <laughs> Boy, what? I, so I watched this show, and y'all go, y'all go check it out on uh, Netflix. It's called Street Eats, right? And I've always been a steward of you know all cultures around the world. So me and my girl were watching it and I'm literally able to tell you the ethnicity of these people before even seeing them. Like just based off of the, you know, the physical um, makeup, what they're wearing, how they look. But then there's one thing that's real synonymous that the media doesn't typically show you um, is that all the motherfuckers black. <laughs> all them Dominicans, all them Colombians that they were showing on the camera. And Honduran, not, Honduran people. Not not the ones no. that the media tries to paint as, oh, this is the like Colombian woman. Yeah, they'd be like, like this Spain. is the Colombian woman, you know, and see how light and fair she is with a big butt. Nah, all the Colum- the ones that's really out there in the fields in them yeah. trenches, they all brown, brown boy. Yeah, they black. brown just like us. They brown just like and us. And when I say black, I'm just, you know, referring to what everybody keeps it in mind that's what black is. Y'all know uh your boys are more so yeah out there. so I'm gonna get into some black news real quick. It's a lot of that. Kanye is talking about running for president. God damn <laughs> fuck it I'm gonna run. Bro how can you run for president? My thing is like 
That's I don't think so, I don't up. think somebody really tells him like, "Hey, bro," like he ain't gonna know, man. No, what I'm saying is, bro, it's like, okay, it's 2020, right? He's running for 2020 president, right? It's fucking almost August. By the time this uh, podcast drop, it, it will be August. Mm-hmm. Um, the the election is in November. Basically, a nigga late in the game. Bro, you have not even prepared for this, bro. And then you've had so many mental breakdowns. You think we've already watched Trump do his thug. You know what I'm saying? He he was able to go ahead and bogart his way up there. Mm-hmm. But you think that we about to let somebody who's fucking mentally unstable run the country? I don't know, man. I'm going to tell you this. A lot of them niggas is mentally unstable. But, but I think it's just like... Even with Donald Trump running, I think like some people are like looking at it as he, like he a notch under attached. your belt. He got strings attached to him though. But that he said I don't support him no more. He he a whole ass puppet out here. Man, this this crazy, bro. Wait, let me ask you this: Biden, Kanye, or Trump? Who you going for? Man, I listened to. The- <laughs> I listened to the uh nigga said fair, slim pickings. <laughs> listen, I, I listened to the, the speech uh honorable minister Farrakhan uh-huh. he put out and he said it shouldn't be where we have to pick the list of two evils. Yeah. In that case, that's the list of three evils. Yeah. It's like now we I I think this is really a time. I think 2020 is one of those times in history, it's gonna definitely be in a textbook. Oh yeah, you because it. it's gonna be a whole lot of stuff derived from this, and like I hell, I'm even down with a a a, a fourth party because this seems like the independents ain't even fucking doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And I I would say this like there's I remember growing up I used to always think I'd be like every generation for the most part has had their big bang, like even from the beginning, like. And I ain't going to say going back to slavery, but I'm going to just start with America when they say black people came here off of ships. Lies. Anyways, um, they basically, you had the slavery piece. Then we moved from slavery. Then we moved to um, the civil rights piece. Then we moved from civil rights. I say before that, we had uh, Black Wall Street before even civil rights. Nigga, I'm getting up to all this shit. I'm just taking big timeline change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's only that's only in one place though. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, like, from a general consensus, like the impact of a whole entire race or a whole entire nation feeling something, like you go from that, then you go to segregation, then you go to the wars, then you go to the um, you know, to other wars and then to the terrorism, and then we move from and then nights from nineteen ninety-four up until now. I mean, besides Katrina, that affected me personally. But besides that, for the most part, we never really experienced shit. Like we've been chilling, so that's what it was always like. It was like what they say to um. The, well, we had nine eleven. The scene nine eleven. That's what I'm saying. We had nine eleven, but we haven't. Even then, that was a small impact for the most part in comparison to what has happened in other parts in history. So you, what you're saying is land side, because that, that's international. We went over, you know what I'm saying? They came over here and, and crashed the planes, and then yeah. we ended up attacking them. For the, Yeah, like I'm saying, for the most part, every generation has had their catastrophic event. 
And now that, I mean, besides 9-11, for the most part, this is really just, this is our event. Like, this is our time in history that's going to be marked down. Like, when they marked down Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and all these other people and civil rights and segregation and stuff, this is the time. Like, COVID is a time that's going to be remembered. It's going to be in the history books. People are going to talk about this when there's dust on our bones. Like, people are still going to be talking about the pandemic that took over the world. Like, think about the, This is the bluebonic plague. This is the modern-day bluebonic plague. And I wonder back then, like, did they hype the numbers up like they're doing now? The numbers right now, like, unstable. <laughs> it's like everything it's in not, the fucking country is unstable. They it's find like, it that not, there's no accuracy, though. There's no accuracy. There's no accuracy in the test. There's no accuracy in the deaths that's being reported. There's no accuracy in the media information that's being pushed out. There's no accuracy. And as much technology and as cross-reference as we can, a lot of us don't even, you know, do research. So if the news says it, that's it. Yeah, because I honestly feel like, like, yes, I, I do take COVID very seriously. But at the same time, I feel like the media is pushing it to a point where it's almost like, in my opinion, after election is going to fucking kind of relax because you have the, if you look at the numbers and you kind of like pay attention, at least even to the skewed numbers, you notice that you, everybody has a nine, not everybody, but the, the recovery rate is 98%, almost 99%. Mm -hmm. So that 1% is those people who have underlying conditions. And a lot of people that are dying have underlying conditions and there aren't 100% testing, and then you, the testing are, e, are even uh even 40, the test is trash. Would you say 46%? Yeah, them hoes is, matter of fact, it took my cousin's test to come back. He got that shit about two weeks ago. I'm like, so what is the point of getting the test if you didn't have to, like they say, quarantine for 14 days? Nigga, his test come back in 14 days. It's like, now I got to quarantine for another 14 days yeah. if if it's positive. But at the same time, if it's negative, then it's like, well, I just wasted 14 days of my fucking life because of the inaccuracy of this hoe. Yeah. So it's just like, bro, this is this is the game changer. And it's a lot of people that are taking advantage. There's a lot of people that could benefit from this shit, um, which would, bro, this shit is heavy. Because <laughs> yeah. think about how society is now. We can't go outside. We can't take our children. Like they, they're not gonna know what Disney World is. Have you took your kids? Disney, to Disney World, World back open, bro. Disney World. Back it's open. not this. Well, are you gonna take your child to Disney World right now? I'm not taking my child, but Disney exactly. World. Exactly. But like, Schlitterbahn closed. Six Flags. Open. It's open. <laughs> <laughs> bro, Texas is open, dog. It, it's it's like, open. You know, we we United State of Texas out here. That shit crazy. I looked at somebody's Snapchat the other day. And they was like, oh, it's my birthday in the day. I was like, I wonder what this person going to do for their birthday. Birthday come around. I see bottles of Henny, a club full of people. I said, yo, millennials don't give a fuck. Now, nah, it got it got to be a house party because Texas have uh, shut down the bars and clubs. So, Maybe. it got to, nah, unless bro. they rent what out. They, what they doing is the bars that sell food are so-called restaurants now. Yeah, you can't be over 51% alcohol. 51% selling of alcohol. Like, if you have other sales... You you can take it open. That's how uh Spire opened up down here. Like mm -hmm. that's how they was able because they're uh um, what is it called a a reception hall? That's basically what it is. Mm. Damn, that's when you yeah. know the law. <laughs> we're a reception hall. We're not. We're, a club. Re we're not a club, sir. Do not call us a club. What's up? It's Ken. Is your beard dried out? 
not growing in certain places, and you have unfilled gaps, we have the perfect product to solve all your problems. Barren Beard. With two to three applications a day, your beard will grow and be flourishing in no time. I promise you, your woman will appreciate it. And if you don't have one, it won't be hard to find one because Barren Beard smells amazing. Barren Beard is full of beard-growing nutrients like hemp oil, grapeseed oil, argan oil, and more. So not only will your beard be soft and shiny, but healthy as well. With only a few applications a day, you will have one of the best beards around. Go get your essential oils today at www.barrenbeard.club and also follow on all social media platforms at Barren Beard. Hurry up. It's never too late to save your beard. Let's get into our quick draw. I think I should take this quick draw this time. All right. Come on. Shoot at me. Your quick draw has been whew, come on, Vasuda. Bro. You know what Vasuda mean? Suckish. You, sir, do not speak Spanish. Shit. Anyway. Oh, I know what caca mean. Nigga. Anyways. All right. One religion got to go. Christianity, Buddhism, or Islam. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Muslims. Well, Islam, but. Was it like kill, fuck, marry? Oh, my God. <laughs> One religion has to go. One has to go. And everybody that follows it. Oh, wow. See, I'm going to give you my three. <laughs> because this might sound... Disclaim, I'm not trying to sound racist. I love Chinese food. Oh, my <laughs> God. He does love Chinese food. I love Chinese food. So if I get rid of Buddhism, that means Chinese food is out the fucking door. Out the door. Um, I know a lot of Muslim brothers and sisters. Um, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, yeah, it's heavy. I uh, hear. Yeah, let me let me make I'll, a oh, you go first, I, man. Nah, you, oh, I was gonna make it a little bit easy. I was gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna throw one more in there, okay? Scientologist, that one. <laughs> Oh no, but God. you know what? You know what's crazy? Even with all four, the, I'm, I'm gonna pick one. I'm gonna pick one. Let me go ahead and pick one, and then I'm gonna go into like what I was about to say. I'm gonna say Christianity. The reason I say Christianity is because Christianity kind of has a, which all of them kind of do, but Christianity has the most recent start date. If if that. Could be proven in my uh, studies. From my, I from and don't quote me on this. I believe that. Uh, I mean, as far as the book of, I believe the Bible maybe dates back longer than the Quran. Yeah, true. But the Quran is is that the Bible for Muslim or that's the Bible for Islam? It's the Bible for Muslims. Because it was 13 original books. Yeah, it was yeah. like 13 original books of the Bible. Like, I'm talking about like full books. But don't they only got like two of them? Yeah, and then you come out with different... And that's the thing. Like, it started from uh, Latin. And then you get translated over to different languages. And you kind of like... To me, you lose the story. 
Like, do you lose the story, or does I mean, just you know, people that are vindictive in nature do does the story get lost? It, it, it's a combination of both because I feel like it is our responsibility also to do the the research because like even now like I'm looking at more spiritual life like I believe in God I believe in a higher being but I can't necessarily say I sit here and sit with Christianity or Muslim or Buddhism because it's like I have not personally did my due diligence I do believe in God I think that's just a millennial thing everybody on this spiritual trip for whatever reason where this you know society has downplayed watered down religion or they've made you you know feel some type I think of way we, i think we just the i think we just the generation of question but even then you think about yeah we are the generation of question however um even i mean even the bible says you can't worship two masters true true and i don't i don't at all I'm not I saying you do, I read the, I, a lot I read of the people bible. are but yeah even you know and i feel like even defending that i feel like I, I read the Bible and I'm pretty sure other people in my same situation do read the Bible. It's just like, you don't necessarily, uh, because you, we watch life and we see a lot of contradictions, especially when it comes into the, the churches. And I'm speaking specifically in African-American culture. The black churches are like the most hypocritical. <laughs> and- <laughs> Not all of them though. Not all of them. But then that's the, Dang, no, you can't you can't put that on a religion because of some people want to do it in vain. You cannot hold uh, that's like that's white people holding us accountable because a few niggas unrobbed their house. That's exactly what it is. Because back in back in whatever slavery or whatever, there might have been a few slaves that raped a white woman, but that castrated us as a whole race. Now every black man uh rapes white women. But I'm saying, like, it may have been one case. And that's some, that's the same situation you're doing now is that you say that, okay, well, a lot of churches are hypocrites. Yeah, you got niggas like Creflo Dollar, and I don't know why they let that nigga have a church. His last name is Dollar. I wouldn't trust no pastor last name Dollar. Let's start there. Not at all. Nigga, nigga be asking the congregation, be like, all right, y'all, for this Time for that church, offer. I need a jet. Nigga asked the church, he said, I need a jet. I need y'all to dig deep into this so, offering. So I can do this mission to get over here to Ghana in by two hours. No, yeah. bro. No, bro. We can do we can do our work in a whole different format. And I would just say, and the reason I would say this is my perspective is because um it's going back to my personal experiences. And I think that's what a lot of us go off of our personal experiences. And you know that that kind of molds you into the person that you are that hell if you have a, a fucked up household that's gonna kind of mold you into the uh the type of person that you might become not saying that you will become that person but you know yeah, you have an influence even in then, your life even then i have to argue it because you have to have self-accountability true it's, but if you it, was never taught that or never even around that type of situation how so do you, I, you you don't know you know what you, you was never taught Yes, you do. You could have grown up without a. Um, your father could have been an abuser, and you know not to hit women. 
True. There's you. Everybody has a choice. People, we can't keep you know giving our circumstances that much power to say that oh because we grew up in a a church full of corrupt people or we grew up in a house full of abusers. That don't mean you become an abuser. At some point, you have to. Have, it's a path. You're walking down a path. You make your own choices as a human being. That's the freedom that we have. But we keep trying to rely on these. And see, that's why, I, and I've heard, I listen to both sides of the argument. I listen to black people's argument. I listen to white people's argument. I listen to racist people's argument. And one of the things that they say, and I would say is that a lot of times we, you know, we lean on our circumstance. We try to use that as a crutch. Not saying that, you know, slavery did happen and we do deserve reparations, but we don't deserve reparations because we were slaves. We deserve reparations because we was prisoners of war. This not that's and that's exactly why other races get it because they're not claiming that they were slaves. They're saying that we was prisoners of war. The Vietnamese, the um the um Jews, they they go on the stand and they get these reparations a billion dollars a year funneled into their community for them to start businesses and build their own economics of things because they're prisoners of war. They weren't slaves. Um, so even then it's like how you you your circumstances can only hold you back so much. At some point there's gonna be an accountability factor that has to happen. And we we can't, you know, we can't be on the back burner. And this is our time. Like this is our time right now. Like everybody, yeah. you know, supporting black businesses and everything. So keep that shit rolling. Don't don't go back to doing the same thing just because out of habit or out of spite. Like, so what have, religion are you getting rid of, bro? Oh, this question wasn't for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I told you I was gonna go with the Scientologist if I had nah. Because Scientology is like one of those we can prove this shit like a hundred percent. Like then that's also you know ran by somebody who's racist too, who doesn't like who who says that black people aren't fit. And y'all yeah. can go do the research yourself for L. Ron okay. Hubbard. So so who you getting rid of? You saying Scientology? Um, yeah. And I see, I thought about Buddhists. The only reason why is because they believe in reincarnation. So they're coming back anyway. So could this be why it's a billion of them? No, that could not be why. That's a good <laughs> assumption, but that's not why. You have to think about landmass for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, nah, they have a huge nah. landmass. And then two, they don't, you know, they don't have the contraception like we do here. They don't. Yeah. They live in very, very close quarters. Very. So let's get into the topic of the hour, bro. The new word in the dictionary. Uh, we want we wanted to kind of wait it while this was it was still you know hot on the on the on the stove, but the, the flame was off. Had to let all the details come out. <laughs> yeah, man. I had to listen to both sides of the story. This word entanglement. And this entanglement between August Alcina and Jada Pickett. And I want to add Will Smith in, but, you know, we're just going to say August and, and Jada right now. So I looked up the word entanglement because I thought, like, this was a made-up word. Look, my wife asked me. She was like, what the word entanglement went? I'm like, huh? Like, I don't know. It just I, sounds like it sounds like a knot in a head. Like, you know, if your hair is, like, knotted up or something, mm -hmm. like, look like little net balls. That's what I thought in my head. I was like, shit, I don't know. She was like, it's trending. I'm like... Okay. So, you know, I, I get to hop on Twitter, man, entanglement, entanglement. So I go look, you know, do my research and I go check out the 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 red table talk with with no, it wasn't uh yeah, it was 
the, the first one I seen was a clip from August, and he kind of spoke about their relationship. Spoke? Boy, that nigga took the can of beans, opened that hole, and just pulled that shit out and said, watch me, Jada. <laughs> yeah, and then she came back and, and said that they was in entanglement. So I looked up the definition of entanglement. The entanglement is a complicated or compromising relationship or situation. So in my opinion, dog, this is a... You want my definition? This, this is the thing... Listen, you know on Facebook when they say are oh, you in a committed relationship, are you married, are you single, no, it's are complicated. you complicated? They should just put fucking entanglement. They probably could have. Because like, what is an entanglement? Like, I know what it, is a complicated relationship? No, an entanglement is a woman's unfor a a woman's inability to apologize for fucking up. That's what an entanglement is. It's a woman's inability to apologize for fucking up and downplaying a situation. Point blank period. That's what entanglement is. So look, that, that was a, a few different questions that I even had about this because like I said, I watched both sides. And watching August Arsena, we've seen like his story. We've seen that he's been uh, mentally, I'm not even gonna say mentally unstable, but he has a lot of uh, emotional distress in his life. So he get to bro. get some married pussy because he got some mental issues. So look, let me finish, bro. Let me finish. The so fuck? he had all these things. He had his brother dying. He had his sister dying. You know, he he went through Katrina as well. He went through, you know, some of your same turmoils. He's from your city, matter of fact. I know them. And and it's like he really had an illness, and he didn't find out until he was actually diagnosed with this. Like it was almost a mixture between um like he was stressed he was depressed and it kind of really fucked with his body like his body was deteriorating nigga, his, his chakra was blocked yeah like it, it was like literally something he didn't even know that was real until he went to the doctor and they kind of diagnosed him with the august disease basically you know so he was really <laughs> under so watching her you know her table talk she was like that you know they took him in and and all these things and they was trying to help him. But my thing is, at what point did he pull his dick out and you liked it? <laughs> what? This is what you think about? No, because like you go from me and my, okay, in her situation, her and her husband helping this man. If none of this shit makes sense. None of this shit, all this shit is a lie. This shit is a distraction. All this shit's a lie. Think about it. Well, who the fuck lets another grown man that's a fucking multi-millionaire come stay with them? No, nigga. That shit don't make sense. Yes, he may have gone through trauma, but the nigga had three fucking hit songs before all of this shit. Before True. all this shit was popping off, the nigga already making money. The nigga got his shit together. So, nigga, if you needed treatment that bad, you walk your ass in a fucking clinic somewhere at a resort, and they check your ass in and give you treatment. Why the fuck are you going to Smith's house? Don't none of that shit make sense. And why the fuck are you allowing another grown man to stay within your house? But see, this is my thing. Even in Hollywood, there's been um kind of rumors about them having an open relationship. They've been talked about that shit though. So like, so this it's is like since the nineties. And, and then like you know, it's the it, it was stuff that that was said that I kind of like paid attention to. You know, it it was stuff like he at the end he was like, "I'm gonna get you back," and then she was like, "You already got me back." I seen that too. <laughs> it's like they went through shit. But and my thing is, I do feel like on one part it was a publicity stunt on August because 
Bro, shut your fucking mouth. Didn't he come out with an album right after that? He just a 27 song album, my dude. Nigga, bro. Y'all nigga, boy. Now I debunked that shit real quick. For one, I don't give a fuck about what y'all got going within y'all marriage and all that weird shit. Two, why the fuck you let a grown ass man who already got his own money come stay in your house? Three, nigga, if you sick, stay your ass at your own damn house. <laughs> you sick, stay at home. Four. Nigga, boy, why the fuck Will ain't smashed that nigga shit? Right, right, boy. I, I think I think I'm looking like if you look at the videos and shit like that. If you look at Will, I think because it happened a while ago. You know, it happened like almost three or four years ago. So this is the old news that just got brought back to the light, right? Will is looking. I think he's not mad at the situation because they already got past that. Like he already knew about the entanglement. Because if you look, he's like, entanglement, it's a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, clarify this shit for the regular people. Like, this is, we already got through this shit. But I think more so, he was like, say, dog, none of my holes got out of pocket, bro. Mm-hmm. But you let this one little single squeal his way out here for publicity. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if it was a, a, a group situation, a group thing where they was like okay we're gonna push the album or even if it wasn't in in august just came out and said it but if you watch that interview you know it was asked because it was already in the media he he had kind of like went over but my thing is dog like did you really think y'all was gonna get married like no nigga <laughs> he might he you know what he might have because he was you know he was he was in love he was that he, he said dog i can die right now and know that i was in love he was in love. She was in thrill. And those so, are the, that's let, the difference. Let's, let's flip this situation. If that was a man. Oh, they had a drag. Boy, they had took Will by his big ass ears and dragged his ass through the media. So why did you take this sick woman in and you, you comfort it her? Wouldn't, it wouldn't have made sense because what our society wants to do is that when you're at a certain level, if and plus right now women are on you know they having a hiatus with the hot girl movement and shit mm-hmm. so it fits into the narrative of continuously because here's the thing if you have the the women of the of the family who is now out there and okaying the fact that you know you could do whatever you want to do if you're a married woman if you're not feeling you know satisfied instead of talking to your partner you can go step out on them if you do that, what do you do in the long run is that you plant these seeds to break up the black community yet once again. It's all about breaking up the family unit. So if you can now either have, you know, a younger woman who is just out there free doing whatever the fuck she want to do, or a young male out there free doing whatever they want to do, they're not thinking about the generational piece. They're not thinking about settling down and finding somebody. They only worried about going to clubs and popping shots because that's what they feed in their flesh. So they're trying that, no, go, go ahead, finish. Uh, they, they're trying to continue to break up the family unit and put these little seeds and nuggets because for one, they have you seen a house? It's have a you, villa. It's a villa. But, Nigga, fucking villa. That nigga could stay at that house and they would never know. And that's the thing. Like, that's one of their things. They you stay on this side of the house, you stay on that side of the house. Bro, they had a saying. We ride together, we die together. Bad, Bad marriage, marriage for life. life. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is but I think I, I do want to throw some stuff out there. It's like 
I think stuff we do need to understand, especially about like when we're talking about other people's relationships. One, you never know the dynamic of anybody's relationship, whether it's abusive, whether they have an open relationship, whether it's just different from your perspective of a relationship. Like, you know, you never know with somebody. Hell, we don't know each other intertwines of each other's relationship with our partners. So you could say some shit to your girl and you can get away with it. But if I say this shit to mine, I might get spit taste slapped out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And then another thing, they've been together for 25 plus years. That's our lifetime. Nigga, that's the Matrix. Nigga, that's <laughs> that's Hitched. That's Nigga, that's yeah. I Am Robot. That's I Am Legend. Yes, that's all the movies that our generation could remember, you know. And he told her, I guess when they first got together, because I watched a um a previous Red Table when they was talking about fatherhood and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. one of the things that killed him as a man was when he divorced his first wife. He said he felt like he was a real failure after that. Like that was the ultimate failure was divorce. Bro, you have to keep in mind though, look at who you're dealing with. Will Smith was raised on a show that only supported the family unit. Mm-hmm. So yes, in Hollywood, like when you get into these characters, like he's always longed for that father, wife, kid relationship. Like, cause on the show, he didn't see it. He only seen it when he moved in with his, with the family. So keep mm-hmm. in mind, like he, at a young age, you're being disposed to the fact that, okay, in, in order to succeed in life, I need to have a strong family unit. So, I mean, from then I can see like in his career why he can be like, you know what? I failed because I divorced my first wife because even it, but well, I wouldn't say Uncle Phil had two wives. But he had, because I was thinking, I he said, had well, one he, white, they was just, yeah, they just switched, they, yeah, they just switched, but it was the same woman. It was like <laughs> they had fights, but they were still together, you know, yeah. And, and then, like, even his father, like, contrary to the show, his father was in his life, yeah, but his father showed signs that he didn't want to be and he didn't want to do, you know, you take stuff away from your parents that, that you do want to, you know, move along in life with and, and teach your other kids, but he was like, man. I'm gonna love you through anything. So whatever they anything is, that's up to them. I just feel like it was bad in it was bad for August to put that out there because now they have to talk about it. Oh yeah. You broke all the G code, nigga. All all yeah. the G code. And see here's the thing. I, I stand, it's two things. I'm from New Orleans, so I gotta stand by this nigga side just off the fact he's from the city. Mm-hmm. But damn, nigga, like, bro, you can't be out here making us like, bro, just play your role. Like, you, yeah, you're you out here doing a lot. Because, like, we, but he, it. like, it's publicity. That's all it was. It was and, and I, and I take it as that. But it's like, some way is, is coming from the heart, and then the other way is coming from publicity. Because, you know, sometimes those interviews, the, the artists, a lot of times kind of approve of the questions. Like, the interviewer, they send the questions, and they be like, okay, you can go ahead and ask me that. You know, yeah. I don't know if he was trying to clear the air or whatever, but I feel like that shouldn't have been your focal point. That wasn't the platform for that. Um, and what you did was you caused... Because he dropped know, a documentary, like a five-part five, five part documentary uh, with the album. I mean, nigga, it's media for you. <laughs> yeah, bro, that, that, shit. that shit that is crazy. And then, like, 
what 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 you think the kids think? Because I, I think the youngest, uh, not the youngest, uh, Jaden, he the one brought him to him. <laughs> like how? That's like me bringing my friend, my sick friend, to my house. Be like, my dad, can we help him? Because he really need help. And then mom and dad start having their differences, and, and mom start fucking my friend. Yeah, <laughs> that shit not cool. <laughs> that shit not. <laughs> <laughs> my thing, I, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I don't even think them kids give a fuck. Them niggas on some other shit. Like Jaden out here wearing female clothes, talking about there's no such thing as gender clothes. Them niggas is all pushing agendas, dog. Like all them niggas is out here pushing. I think agendas. they just had their own just perspective. Willow out here like, defying the lines of male and female and lesbianism. Well, I'm not saying lesbianism, that's probably... She just, you know, she's walking that thin line. And I don't have a problem with it because I feel like, you know, a woman should Let be your able kid to... Be your kid. Yeah, she should be able to express herself. Um, however, Jaden in that clothes shit, I'd be like, ah, nah, bruh. I see that gender you're pushing. Nah, not over here. Niggas yeah, is not finna start wearing skirts around this hoe. But I think that's the difference between being raised in a suburban life and being raised in uh, an urban area. You don't like got shit to worry about. Yeah, because they have, have a safety less. net. Yeah, but when you have a safety time, net, you, you you live under a different culture. Like but when she, you, cause they didn't grow up like you got to understand. Like she, Jada grew up in Baltimore. Will grew up in West Philly. So those are I'm not gonna say they grew up in the slums, but they grew up in very urban areas, black neighborhoods. Like keep I'm in about, mind this though, them niggas was on TV shows when they were sixteen. That's what I'm saying. Do you know what so type they, of money them niggas had when they was younger? That's what I'm saying. So they was fucking raised in 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 Calabasas. They was raised on TV. So it's like their environment was not like hip. I, I would say like I would just put it like this: the urban area, the black area, is hip hop. The white suburban hills or pop. Mm-hmm. And that's what they was raised on, pop, stardom. They have fucking friends. Like when, when, when one of your people's best friends is fucking Michael Jackson, like, and he just put up. Yeah. There, there's, and <laughs> that, even that's a this, different life, but that's a different their, stardom though. Their uh, childhood, um, like I said, when you, and this is the thing that separates um, a lot of, and this is what we, goes back to generational wealth is that, when you have that generational wealth and your kids have that safety net, they can explore. They can figure out what the hell they want to do. It's not a pressure because in the black household, when we are when we turn 18, we gone. We got to get out. You either got to find a job, go to the military, or go to college. Right. I was just telling my cousin that because she's home for, um, you know, because the whole quarantine, they can't physically go back to school. She was like, I, I just want to make some money so I can kind of like gain my independence and do my own thing. I said, look, you 19, save your bread. And because when you really get out there, it's going to become a monthly cycle. That, yeah. them, month, them bills going to come around every month. That's why we can't get the leg up. It's because they we're implanting. It goes back to the black family unit. You destroy the black family unit so much, you tell us that our kids need to go by the time they're 18. You can't even make a decision about what you want to do with your life yet, but you got to be out the door trying to figure it out. So we're trying to figure it out as we go. However, other races, they say, oh, no, stay with me till you're 30 fucking years old. You buy a house, 
marry, do it X, whatever you want to do. But because they have that safety net, they the ones coming up with the tech companies, the new inventions, the the they have software, more of a focus apps. And they don't have to really worry about. Yeah, it. they can focus on shit that they their wildest dreams. They can go chase their wildest dreams because they have that generational wealth in place. However, for us, we got to get it because we got to survive. So we start working as we. Nigga, we get it out at whatever job we can, whether it's the post office, whether it's through... Because uh, that's black people for everything. I got a job with some benefits. You go to UPS, you go to the post office. Yeah. You work Nigga, for a, about, a because company that they give you some good benefits, and all of a sudden, I'm good here. Like, you work at a warehouse, man, I get the fall. You remember what Dominique uh said when he was on here? You got your hours? Yeah. <laughs> you got your hours? Yeah, you, you get your next tier. And then, and then the thing is, you still got to work the next year. For that same insurance that you had last year. And that's why we don't get start retiring until we about in our 60s and 70s. Meanwhile, they retire in their 40s and 50s because they have, not saying that they're smarter than us, but they had that time, that pressure. So any black person that comes out the mud and get it, that's why we, that's, and that should be the main reason why you should support it because you know what that person had to go through. Yeah. They, their life was different versus Mark Zuckerberg life. Yeah. And I feel like, even with that, when you had a generational wealth, you kind of find a, the because they say you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Confucius. And when you find that, you you might be working till you fifty or sixty, but you love it, so it don't feel like work. But us as a as as a race of people, after you get 10, 15 years down the line, you really complaining about your job. You still oh. there. Oh, yeah. But you fucking complaining about your job. But when you was in your low, your, your early 20s, talking about, man, yeah, I got this, these, these good benefits. Now you 35, 40, and your back started hurting because you've been doing hard labor, and, and, and you've been out there sweating, and you really ain't went up but maybe $10,000 in a tax bracket, which is, I'm I'm not to sound ungrateful, but that's a, that's, that's an, a, a, Nice it'll, amount of money, but it's not a never pay amount. Up, of money. It'll never pay off for what you do for these companies. Yeah, because the more you make, the more they take, and you got to realize that too. Oh, that's why I left the last one I was at because I was like, it don't make no sense. I said, y'all put more work on me within these past two years. I'm literally doing everything. Like I said, and I didn't get paid no different. Like yeah. y'all just you can't add on to a role and then not compensate me. That makes no sense, especially yeah. if I can deliver numbers. Three times as bad as the next person? No, that that needs to be some type of compensation. And they don't want to do this shit till you walking out the door. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm gone, gone. That's how they try to keep you, though. Yeah. It's a slave game. Don't leave the plantation, man. We need you. Hold on now. Let's talk about this. <laughs> be like, we got better living conditions. <laughs> like, you can live inside for a little bit, but don't don't get comfortable now, nigga. Yeah, man. So, so, so overall, dog, do, do, do you feel like that he was taking advantage of who August boy fuck no it's a grown-ass man you a grown-ass man messing with a married woman Mar married one, one man what married chick <laughs> hey listen bro she said she gets a not a kick but that's how she find her emptiness like she felt like helping others help her boy that's bullshit she wanted some dick he was there available that's it I that's, think she, he was just an in-house dick dog. You think if anybody—that's what it was. Dick, what got, and what makes down. me mad is that, you know, the, the only way it can happen is if that nigga is not around. 
which means where is he not around is when he's out there shooting a movie or something. He I out here he giving us fucking he nah this nigga out he here said, giving he us said, some of the he best said at movies. The time that they wasn't together, that they was done with each other. And that's why I go back to saying we don't know the dynamic of their relationship because they they say we can be done with each other. You can have somebody on your side of the house and we can have somebody on our side of the house. Bro, I could tell by that nigga face they wasn't done with each other. He only saying that shit for the cameras because he don't want to be looking crazy out here. I wonder what that off-camera conversation was like. Well, I'm sorry. Now, nah, fuck off me. I'm done. <laughs> hey, bro, he kept saying, I'm going to get you back. I'm going to get you back. I think, I'm like, bro, I think I think they have, like, he he's petty. I think he's petty. He's the oh, type of dude that'll take the fucking uh She gonna away. come home. It's I gonna think. be about 80 women in there butt-ass naked. Bruh. And that's what I just go back to. I'm like, I think he was just looking at her like, none of my hoes got out of the line. Yeah. I fucked half of Hollywood and maybe most of Philly. <laughs> <laughs> and like, bruh, none of my hoes. Like, I, I, I might got a, a, a football roster, 52 count, and you got one nigga. You had one person to fucking hold his reins and you let this nigga squeal over yeah. a fucking album. Yeah. That go to show you, women, you shouldn't cheat. You suck at it. You suck. I think, I, bro, but, but, bro, it's some women that with it, bro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why they shouldn't do it. But they do that shit to a whole <laughs> new level. That was really what I was about to get you to. She got, you see she got caught four years later. That's what I'm saying. She get caught four years later. Niggas be getting caught on the scene in the act. She get caught four years later on a fucking interview. And it, but Earl like, Thomas fuck. got caught in the Damn, action, I was doing bro. good. Huh? Earl Thomas got caught in the action. Earl Thomas? Who Earl Thomas? The, 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 the uh, safety. For, well, he, he played for Seattle. Uh, he got his, his wife pulled up with her friend, and they pulled up with a pistol. Oh wow! He he was knocking off, bro. You know what I didn't know until then, hmm. bro. Somebody can know where you at off Snapchat. Oh yeah, y'all better make sure I take off your ghost filter. Shit. That's how she pulled up on him and his brother Honestly. at an Airbnb, knocking some bitches off. My thing is like, why the fuck y'all open the door? Like y'all dumb as hell. I think I think his brother was probably at the door, like, hey, bro. You gal outside, bro. Boy, boy, hell no. Like, nah. you got it. Like, that ain't my bitch. Hell <laughs> no. Nah. I, I couldn't be in his position because I'm, boy, I, I turn up all the lights. Y'all shut the fuck bro, up. Your car outside, bro. Your brother can't even... pick you up. Your brother can't pick you up. Y'all went straight there. Bro, she know you there. Because nope. yo, 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 um, yo, on. I wouldn't even be in this situation. Nope. Mm-mm. Dummies. Straight dummies. So, all in all, bro, do, do you feel like that this was a good image in the in the media, dog? Like, I don't. To me, I don't feel like it's a good image for the simple fact of that's their relationship. You know, they do what the fuck they please. Do whatever makes them happy. If you happy, I'm happy. I'm that type of person. But I feel like when you give this image to a group of individuals who kind of like look up to media as a role model. That's where, that's where it's detrimental for our own community. Cause it's people that look at them and be like, oh, relationship goals. And then all of a sudden you find out they open and swingers. It's like, yeah. that's what we supposed to be doing. Yeah. You break apart the black family unit again. But, it, but even, even have a, even when having a strong black family dog, everybody isn't, 
strong enough to have that type of relationship. I agree. My only thing is why, and I guess it's my, my wrap up on it is why does their relationship have to be brought to the forefront of the world? Like, why do they have to be made the example? Like, for what, like, why, for one, why would you even put Will in that type of predicament to have to hold back his emotions or have a candid conversation with you on camera, on your damn show about the shit you undid? Y'all should have just kept it at, that shit ain't happening, just kept it moving. Yeah, <laughs> like, August niggas be line. doing it. August line. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They do it all the time in Hollywood, but y'all you know gave it should do, though? attention. Bring August to the table. Oh, they don't want to do that. That nigga is not emotionally stable. You can see, I can tell in the interview. I, think I said, all three oh, of them might be crying, bro. All three of them might start I said, crying. I said, oh, this nigga August is about to expel everything. Yeah. So, last question, bro. Hmm. Do you think you can uh, live in an entanglement? Live in it? Oh, I'm taking everybody with me. Or, I'm taking. Or, 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 or take that. Have an open relationship. Fuck no. Fuck no. Could do it. One sided or both sides? Neither sided. <laughs> Neither side. I'm good where I'm at. If you just seen the shit I did last night, I'm good where I'm at. <laughs> Those who love each other. Yep. Had <laughs> to go to another room, boy. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I feel the same way. Like it's I feel like that's one of them things. It's a cool idea. It's like that's like some I can have my cake and eat it too. I hate but that then, saying. That shit but is then, to me. But then it's like when it get flipped on you, you can't handle it. And I think that's what a lot of men lack. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, let's have an open relationship. Let's have an open relationship. Let her get digged down by eleven minutes, uh, Lenny. Nope. You you only gonna be there for the love. He gonna be there for the lust. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm saying. This shit, women women do it way better. They they do it way better. And it's not. Here's the thing. Guys got to hunt. Women don't got to do shit but make one post. Dang. One I post. Think, and and women, women guys, they hunt too. They hunt. They, nigga, they, they, they don't. You thirst straps. But that's a, that's not hunting, nigga. That's that's setting breadcrumbs on the road. I think that's like passive. Niggas just pick hunting. them up like, ooh, another one. Ooh, I think, I think that's like one. passive aggressive hunting. It's not passive aggressive hunting. It's not even hunting. It's doing something you already do. Take a picture of yourself. Bait out there. Okay, then it's like fishing. Shit. You throw bait. Uh, uh, wait for somebody to bite. Reel that bitch in. Yeah, that's what guys do. The way women fish, they take the little electrodes and they put it in the water and all the fish come up to the top. <laughs> <laughs> and they just walk over and say, ooh, this is a big one. And they take that fish. <laughs> wow. Anyway, this was a good conversation about because I, I we went deeper than I honestly thought, and, and like I said, I wanted to wait until the dust settled on this one to like everybody kind of had their peace, and and we might come back if they bring August, we coming back on this. I'm not coming back on this shit for nothing. We coming back, bro. This shit is a distraction, y'all. Make sure y'all stay y'all ass home. COVID is real, nigga. Don't... Oh, and make sure y'all register to vote. If you not, don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. Hey man, it's a lot of distractions out here, but it was a good laugh, a good um, entanglement. Uh, but let's get back to basics. Let's get back to business. Y'all make sure y'all go to www.bearbeard.club. Roll it. What's up? It's Ken. Is your beard dried out, not growing in certain places, and you have unfilled gaps? We have the perfect product to solve all your problems. Bear and Beard. 
With two to three applications a day, your beard will grow and be flourishing in no time. I promise you, your woman will appreciate it. And if you don't have one, it won't be hard to find one because Baron Beard smells amazing. Baron Beard is full of beard-growing nutrients like hemp oil, grapeseed oil, argan oil, and more. So not only will your beard be soft and shiny, but healthy as well. With only a few applications a day, you will have one of the best beards around. Go get your essential oils today at www.barrenbeard.club and also follow on all social media platforms at Baron Beard. Hurry up. It's never too late to save your beard. And make sure y'all also follow, share, subscribe. It's your favorite podcast with your favorite couple guys that you be listening to every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, back to Monday, whenever you listen to us. And uh, make sure y'all follow us at DadZombie. It's D-A-D-D-Z-O-M-B-I-E. Also, y'all email us. Email us. That's at Gmail. And like I said, when y'all go follow us, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Should we come up with a TikTok? I think we need to come up with a team TikTok, bro. Yeah, as long as you ain't putting them tulips and rose TikToks on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, y'all go follow your boy at King King. That's K-Y-N-G-K-E-N underscore. Y'all go follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I'm about to drop a video, bro. I'm gonna drop a video. When speaking this, about by time to drop, I'm gonna drop a video. Speaking about TikTok, man, y'all make sure y'all go ahead and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at and TikTok at Baron Beard. And y'all go check out my latest video on TikTok at Baron Beard. That's B-E-A-R-I-N-B-E-A-R-D. Your boy got eleven thousand point three views, boy. What you talking about? Look, see, nigga, I know you see these numbers. Hold on. You see that? What that say? 11,000. That's 11K. That's 11K. 11K. Y'all yeah, go check oh, out my 11K video. Huh? Yeah. Oxtails, huh? I gave away my oxtail secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen it. I seen it. I made <laughs> some too, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. What you put in yours? I'm a, just how you season yours? Oh, uh, I use the salt, the pepper. Uh-huh. I use the garlic. Okay. I use, it's a, um, it's like an oxtail um, marinade that I get from the, the, the meat market. Okay. I've uh, seen it before. It's, it's, like a, it's like a Jamaican mixture. Uh, you know, I had my paprika. I had, I had my water. Paprika. Smoked paprika. You know what the hell I'm trying to do. You said paprika. All right. You know. Use some red pepper. You know, I, I matter of fact, I'm going to drop one for y'all. I'm going to drop one for y'all. Yeah, and y'all. I, I drop- put mine. I put mine in the uh the crock pot. I put that's the first time I put mine in the crock pot. I loved okay. it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna start using my crock. Pot. Matter of fact, I'm using my crock pot today. Bro, crock pots make shit so much easier. It do. It definitely anyway, does. For your favorite two guys out here, it's your boy Ken. And bear with the bed. And we outie five thousand. Like fat chicks and dodgeball, baby. <laughs>